Whether you've overdone it at the gym, at the dinner table, or on the couch, AHM Health Insurance have a cover for you. Join direct at ahm.com.au. For SEN America, this is the SEN NFL Podcast. Hello and welcome to the SEN NFL Podcast. I'm your host, Richard Garraway. Sitting across the big desk from me is James Arthur. G'day, mate. Hey, Richie. How are you? Good, mate. Now, I heard you were saying some uh, poor things about me last time I wasn't in. Well, you know, I'm sore. My shoulders are sore from carrying this podcast. <laughs> I know Get what Chris stuff. Judd felt like five years ago now. <laughs> I'm tired. I just want someone to get up at 3 a.m. in the morning with me and watch football. But my wife won't and my dogs won't. So I'd really have no one. <laughs> I well, just want some love. I didn't get up at three, but I did get up at six to watch Tampa absolutely stink it up. They were awful. They were But my awful. boys got the win. I was jumping around the lounge room in my underwear at six o'clock this morning. Very happy with them. Um, it's always good when you have it when your team gets a W. Now, of course, you notice uh, our good mate Chris is not in today. Uh, we'll try not to speak as badly about him as I was spoken about on Friday. But it is our sixty fourth podcast. It's week two of the NFL. Let's get over to the newsroom. It's time to go into the newsroom on the SEN NFL podcast. We'll open up with the 49ers at the Panthers. Cam Newton threw for 353 yards and four touchdowns as the Panthers overcame four turnovers, which wasn't the cleanest effort. Uh, But to beat the 49ers... On Sunday in the Panthers' home opener, James, Kelvin Benjamin looked like a beast. He, I think he is a beast. <laughs> Look, he's massive. He's, he's seven, seven catches, 108 yards. What amazes me about him, he, he he's one of those guys, when he's covered, he's not covered. You can just throw it up in the air and he can beat anyone in this competition if the throw is good enough. If we had to do the top 10 receivers again, he's, he's creeping in. in. Yep. Yeah. Oh, he, he's in for mine. Just yep. It's only two games, but he had a really good rookie year as well. Everyone's got a, Everyone's forgotten that now. And I think he was overshadowed that year because they weren't that good a football team. I know they ended up winning the division, but they only just won it with, I believe, an 8-8 eight and eight record. So for them to be... You know, to, to go to the Super Bowl last year without him, he was forgotten, but he's certainly the difference maker, and I think Cam Newton loves having him around. Cam Newton looked um, no ill effects from last week, getting smacked around a bit. He looked fine. He's fine. I have to say, 49ers fans, I'm going to give you a positive and a negative. Your O-line and D-line has improved out of sight. Yep. Absolutely out of sight. I'm going to give you all the credit in the world for that. Armstead and Buckner are, are really powerful inside guys. Bowman's back, and he's got he's only 28 years old, Bowman. Yeah. He's got years left. So you have building blocks, uh, and you can be successful the next couple of years. Your offense it certainly needs a quarterback upgrade, but the O-line's there, and Chip Kelly's system seems to be working. Now, it always does the first year, but enjoy it. However... The Panthers struck me, and we'll get to it later as well with the Denver game, as a team that just didn't give a crap about this game. When they needed to play well, they did. When it got close, they got a 70-yard touchdown to Olsen. When it got close, they got a pick. When it got close, they drove the field and Cam Newton put put it into to Calvin yeah. Benjamin. They were always in control. The game ended, they were going away. Exactly. It was never... It was close, but never... I never thought the 49ers were going to get two quick scores and win the game. No, and speaking of that, I think um, they've got quarterback issues in, for, in 49er land. As I've said, all through the preseason, Blaine Gabbert Gabbard is Blaine is Gabbard. Gabbard would be a great backup quarterback. Yeah, Because yeah, he can sure. come in and get the job done when you need him. And that's what they brought him in for originally. Exactly. That's what he was there for. He, he's not a starter. No. His stats looked padded from a couple of big plays on blown coverages when, quite honestly, the Panthers looked uninterested. But when it was, you know, moments in the game when he needed to make plays, he can't he, he can't complete at a high percentage. Their running game struggled against a really good front seven. Look, there's signs of improvement, and that's really good because they're in a rebuild mode. So don't fool yourself into thinking that 49ers are going to do anything this year. But if they can get another top 10 pick, which I think they will, add some sort of offensive weapon, maybe a quarterback, maybe they pick one up in free agency. I'm sure there's going to be a few available. 
and you roll from there. And they're... Like, I thought they were going to be the worst team in the league. I don't think that anymore. No, I, I don't think, think they're going to be great, but I think they'll win they a, won't be terrible. I think they'll win four or five games. They, they still, I think they'll still be under their season prediction of five. But they're certainly better than we thought. And tell you what, there might be a couple of quarterbacks available, including Tony Romo in the offseason after Woo-hoo. Dak Prescott. Oh, nice segue. Cowboys 27 went to the Washington Racial Slurs 23. Alfred Morris scored the go-ahead touchdown on a four-yard plunge into the end zone. He went in bordering on untouched. Did you see Tyron Smith block on that he play? He blew I could the watch him. <laughs> I could watch him block people all day, honestly. He's incredible. It, it, it was a, a sealer, and as I said, he walked in, um, Prescott led them down the field for Alfred Morris to, Morris to punch that in Let, um, in a divisional game. It. Let's rewind it three minutes in that game. So I, I'm watching this game. I'm on the couch. I'm thinking, God, and the Cowboys had the ball down by three. I think something bad's going to happen here. I don't feel like we can win this game. I didn't trust the defense because the defense didn't play well all day. And then Zeke Elliott fumbles. And I'm sitting there going, we can't stop them. They're yeah. gonna, they're gonna punt. We went for an onside kick. They got a field goal off. Then they got the the fumble recovery on their own 35. It was a great play by Josh Norman. I'm not gonna rag on Elliott too much for it, but they then get to the five, and I think they're gonna punch this in. Game over. They're gonna be up by up by ten. It's gonna be all over. All of a sudden, Kirk Cousins throws it straight to the gut of Barry Church. He did a Kirk Cousins. That's he what Kirk Cousins exactly does. Exactly. Throws- I- Heartbreaking interceptions. I was shocked. And it was such a great play by Barry Church because he almost hides out of Cousins' vision and jumps it at the last minute. It was about the only play for the day we got any sort of pass rush. And then Prescott gets the ball back with he's just got an an aura of calmness. He's he's cold as ice. He doesn't feel the big moments, I think. And maybe he's dumb, I don't know. And he just doesn't get how big a moment he's in. <laughs> That's always because the other there spot. Is, but there is always that thing with, with with athletes that they've got that kind of numbness that they don't realize they're in the big moment till afterwards. And they kind of go, wow, that was a pretty big moment for us. He drove the field. They ran the ball well. Elliot fumbled on that drive again, and Doug Free got it back on a great play. Bailed him out. Big he time. pulled himself from the game. He wasn't pulled. Elliot ran straight to the sideline, and I think the moment was a bit much for him. Alfred Morris came in, did what he had to do. I thought Des Bryant was outstanding. They finally found a way to get him going. It's not hard. Instead of sending him on fades like they expect you to do, post him in one-on-one and throw it in front of him. No one can get around the guy. When you want to get the ball to him, you can. I thought Dak was incredible. He, completed, he had a third and 11 on our 40. He completed to Cole Beasley for a first down on the sideline under pressure. He dodges guys. Beasley um, had a sneaky good game. He is a sneaky good player. Yeah. And that's the thing. Like I, I, I said last week, I want Bryant getting more ball, but it doesn't mean I don't think Witten and and um, Cole Beasley are good, aren't good players. That They can do a role for you, and that's what they did today. It wasn't the feature role. It was just a role, and it helped. The play calling was pretty good, a little bit too predictable. Uh, but the Redskins now, you're 0-2, two home games. Kirk Cousins doesn't he, – he should have taken that contract from the Redskins because him playing himself into a contract isn't going to help. Right now, I wouldn't be re-signing him. Well, and, and, and that's the chance you take. You bet yeah. on yourself. Flacco bet on himself, and it set up his entire life. Yeah. So he took the chance. Um, you're right, blowing – Two home games is, is not the way to start a season because you've only got six more and you've got they a lot more on the they road. They haven't beaten anyone good for a season, last season and this season. They have not beaten anyone yet. They scraped into the playoffs last year because Romo got hurt and the division was terrible. Like Realistically, the Giants imploded and so did the Eagles. The Redskins were not the best We'll team. talk about the Giants later. They're, They're looking okay. They're looking okay. Yeah. Um, Cincinnati travelled to the Steelers in what has traditionally in the last couple of years been an absolute fist fight. There's yeah, no other way vicious. to describe it. Perfect still can't play because yep. of the fi- the playoff game. Exactly. They still do not like each other. Uh, the Steelers coming away with a 24-16 win. Roethlisberger went for just touch under 260, three touchdowns, um, which offset a pair of interceptions, which were a bit unroethlisberger like one of them was really bad. Yeah, and Antonio Brown didn't play that well either. He kind of he got blanketed a bit. I think the Bengals' defense is really good, and I think both of these teams are pretty good. Andy Dalton, they they smothered AJ Green on the other side as well. They just 
Both defenses played pretty well in this game, and I think they're pretty strong. The Bengals' real issue is no running game right now. No, once again, Dalton had to pass for over three fifty yards again. He needed thirty one completions, and it's all the dink that. and dunk. It's they, yep. they just they have to pass short to create some sort of a running game, and it's just not there. Like Jerry Bernard's a great receiving running back, but you need some running game. Uh, I think the O-line's struggling. I think they're very good in pass protection, but they don't have that grunt to get the the run blocking going. Uh, I can't work out the other running back, Hill. I can't work him out. He's rookie year. He was outstanding. He's been nothing was since. He, must might have been a mirage. I'm just not or, sure. Or now they've got all the tape on him, they've worked him out. Maybe he's a one-trick pony. I mean, that that's the stuff that as fans, you 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 can't work that stuff out. No, you know that's you got to be not inside fast. the NFL to work that stuff out. He's not exceptionally fast. He's not exceptionally powerful. Um, and I think you're right. I think teams are realizing what the cuts he was making and stuff, and that's what defenses will do. They'll work out the tendencies of a running back and say, look. He primarily cuts back off his right shoulder because he doesn't like running to his left. And it's like a, an AFL player who can't kick on his left foot. You watch guys always corral him to his left side so he can't get rid of it efficiently. The defenses will work that out. I thought it was a pretty good game. It was a typical AFC North game. No shame on the Bengals in not getting it done. They had a chance late in the game um, and, had, and had a fumble on the drive. It's at Pittsburgh, so they'll get a chance later in the season to, to let them come into Cincinnati and, and even up the score. But I think they're going to be two teams that are competing for that division come end of the season. Yeah, and Cincinnati, as you said, Cincinnati has to find a running game. They've got everything else. Dalton looks outstanding. Even AJ Green, who got completely shut down, what do you have, two catches for 20-odd, yeah. 30-odd? Yeah, pretty I can't pretty remember. Because um, they blanketed him and they sent double coverage to him basically all day. Yep. Roth- uh, Roethlisberger. The Red Rifle is still finding open receivers. I think... They haven't got Eifert playing for them either, the tight end. They're going to get him back at some point. Last year, we thought, has he turned the corner? Because he got hurt halfway through the year. It wasn't a full year. I think Dalton's fine. I yep. think he's going to be very good for potentially a really long time. But they've got to be able to manufacture some sort of running game, or, or, or they're going to be... And it's hard. It's a hard thing old. to do. It's a hard thing to just click your fingers and get a running game going. You need... It's a, it's a change of style, it's a change of attitude, and I don't know if they've got the cattle to do it, but we're going to find out, and I think they're both they're going to be around regardless because their defense is outstanding, and they're going to get perfect back in a, in a couple of weeks. Did you have both going to the playoffs? Or? No, I didn't have the Bengals. I had, okay. um, the, I had the Jaguars and the Texans as the wild card. That's the difference I had. Yeah, I didn't have the Chiefs either, who looked all right too. Moving on to the next game. The Saints travelled to the Giants in a low-scoring 13-16 to game with the Giants coming out on top. Um, Eli Manning hit Victor Cruz um, for a 34-yard pass, which set up Josh Brown's winning 23-yard field goal. Pretty much as time expired, they took a couple of knees to run all the clock off. Pretty low-scoring for a couple of high-flying teams. Yeah, look, this game, it's simple. There's not a lot to talk about this game. It was dominated by defensive lines. I don't think the Saints' defensive line is, is amazing, but I think the Giants' offensive line is terrible. I don't think they can get anything going against anyone good. Like, you saw them do a bit to the Cowboys last week because they're terrible. Uh, and on the on the flip side, I think the Giants' defensive line is pretty strong and the Saints' offensive line is, is pretty average. So that that's what it was all about. Eli Manning turned the ball over. He had a fumble. So did Vereen and so did Shepard, I believe, the receiver. It was just a pretty crummy game, to be honest. A lot of you know, missed throws and a lot of pressure on the quarterbacks. The Saints let this one slip, though. They had a field goal. The guy came up the middle on a field goal, blocked it. Janoris yep. Jenkins took it to the house, which just irritates me because he can't cover anyone, but he can get a cheap <laughs> touchdown on a, on a blocked field goal. But all, all in all, I thought the defensive lines dominated, and that was the reason there was not much scoring. Yeah, it was. it's one of those games... you. You know me, I'm sitting there watching Red Zone because I can't help yeah. myself. I didn't even realize this game was on. No, nah, it didn't pop <laughs> it up practically a lot. never popped up. Odell Beckham's hands this year, maybe he should stop practicing all the one-handed bullcrap before games and practice just catching it with two hands and running on because he dropped two touchdowns and a big reception over the middle. So he's really got to fix that because they're relying on him and it's all well and good playing catch with Des Bryant before a game with, with one hand, but maybe get some fundamentals and get some two hands on the ball and make some catches because that's going to be the difference for you guys. Yeah. Can I ask you a weird Do you reckon Eli Manning's mechanics of his throwing have gone a bit? He's lost a bit of power. He looks He's 35. Weird. Look, 
everyone knows my opinion on Eli Manning. I think he's an average talent that has been in a great system for a long time. He's never been hurt. He's always been solid. Uh, he's had a good enough arm and a good enough ability to compete in the NFL, and he scraped a couple of Super Bowls off a dominant defense, especially a defensive line. So, I think he's going to. I think he will decline, but this offense should be better than that. And they didn't score an offensive touchdown today, and they only scored two last week. And I don't think the Cowboys or the Saints' defenses are nearly the top of the NFL. So probably need to get it sorted out before you start playing some better teams. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, Dolphins 24 travel to the Patriots 31. The Pats have won eight straight now over Miami. They own them. That's four years in a row. And the Patriots with no uh, Brady are now 2-0. I'll roll with Belichick. Yeah. Until he proves me I had this thought when I was watching when I was watching this game today. Who's more important to the Patriots, Brady or Belichick? It's Belichick. He's the best coach in the NFL. I absolutely. I didn't believe that before, but I do now. He just makes it work. Now Garoppolo, he got hit, and we were discussing just before he got hit by Kiko Alonso, who hopefully is back because he's in, he doesn't look injured anymore. No. He's flying around. He's making plays. Yeah, guys can rag on on that defense for not being very good, but he's certainly not a problem. Um, I think he's fantastic. The other, So he comes in, creams Garoppolo after a throw. Garoppolo gets up like he's fine, starts heading to the huddle, and then realizes nah, nothing. Yeah, I'm something's not, I'm not, not right. right. <laughs> My shoulder he, hurts. He falls to a knee. Didn't look in discomfort. Now, he had scans. There's no breaks or apparent serious injury. But in his throwing shoulder, I'd be concerned he won't play next week if that's the case. Now, if you're a Patriots fan, you've won your first two games. If he can't go the next two games and you lose him and you come out of this 2-2 two and two with Brady coming back, Yay. you should be feeling fine about it. Yep. Um, on the other hand, you've got Houston coming to you next week. If you're Houston... This is great news. Oh, you're because rubbing your hands together. You should be able to go in and get your third win of the season and really yeah, well, they can shoot three and zero. And then no one else in that division's won a game, so they could be three games up in that division, which is huge for them. Can, let's just discuss Tannehill. Oh, I, I know was you. Say, I wanted to talk about him. This is a guy who basically let his team fall into a twenty-four zip hole. He didn't let him. The defense oh. wasn't great either. Yeah, but he had five drives. We got nothing done. You can five drives. One drive together. Yeah, they were going absolutely nowhere. And then as soon as there's you know, no real pressure on him, he starts to get it going. I mean, he didn't even complete a pass till the second quarter. I, how? So, yeah, I get it. He's obviously got the talent because when he turns it on, he was amazing in the second half. I watched the second yeah, half. Good. He was good. He was running with it. He was in the boot. He was avoiding pressure. And Patriots fans will say, oh, it's because we put backups in. You didn't put backups in because Belichick doesn't do that. So you didn't put your backups in. You might have taken it easy, but I'm tipping you weren't taking it easy when it was a touchdown in it and they were driving to win the game and they almost got there. So there's something there. How can they make that consistent? I don't know. It can't be just a Tannehill problem. Arian Foster's hurt now. Jay Ajayi is the worst starting running back in the NFL. (laughs) He comes in and fumbles on the first series. He did, but do you want to have a tiny little think about that? Could there be a worse one? Who? I'm, I'm thinking. Um, Browns, that Crowell's better than him. Yeah, you're right. There's not many. Duke's he's better than him. Yeah, he's terrible. He, he can't get anything done. He's he's slow with no power. That's just what you want in a running back. I, I think the coach has to take some licks for this. They just don't get anything done. This offense is boring until... Are they a it, scripted team? I believe so. What? I think when it... Second half, I think they just went, let's set Tannehill free and let him go. He was audibly at the line. He was doing all this. He's it's got one, it. It's one thing I hate about Tampa, that they script the first 30 plays. Yeah, it's ridiculous. It's stupid. If you're a coach, and I'm not saying that I am comparing myself to any sort of NFL coach, but you have to have some sort of feeling for a game to know what to call. Time to change. When I'm watching Miami, I'm watching. I'm sitting there going, they're going to run this play right now. I can sense it. They run an inside zone and get stuffed because you know what? Bill Belichick's sitting there going, this guy's predictable. He's going to run an inside zone on first down. Let's smash it up. for. Let's, let, let's get him three yards backwards and see if they can chase. All I'm saying is it's not just a Tannehill problem. He was awful in the first half, but there's a reason he dominated in the second half. Why can't you take that and bring it to your next game? Maybe it's don't script plays. Maybe it's get a better coach. 
Maybe it is Tannehill. I don't know. But he seems to, when he wants to, he can get stuff done. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Uh, and look, maybe it is him. Maybe he can't switch on till he gets... I mean... It's a mystery to me. I've got maybe I have no idea. He, yeah, I said maybe he when he realizes the game's basically over and there's no pressure on him anymore. But I think the opposite. I think when the game's like that and then he can fight back. I think he's thinking I've sucked. I really need to do something here. And then he gets better. Maybe it's an intensity problem. Maybe he can't get switched on early. As a coach, find it and work it out because you put a lot of time and a lot of money into this guy now. He's your quarterback. There's no you're not going to get anyone better than him right now. There's no one in the draft. No. And you're not going to get a good enough pick to get, you know, one or two to get the best quarterback. You're just going to have to make it work, and or you're going to end up having losing seasons, firing coaches. I'm telling you what, they're not firing Tannehill; they'll be firing Adam Gase. Yeah, completely agree. Chiefs twelve went to the Texans nineteen. Uh, DeAndre Hopkins had over 100 yards, another touchdown, and he recovered the onside kick, which was attempted at the end as Casey tried to hang on to the ball. Will Fuller. Will Fuller. Was it? Will F- No, Will Fuller. I'm saying he's a gun. Oh, yeah. He's going to be really Another good. Another 100-yard game. I really just want to talk quickly. Um, Nick Novak kicked four field goals, obviously helping Texans to that win over the Chiefs. These are two pretty good teams. I like them both. One yeah. of the biggest things that jumped out at me is, is Texas is their defensive line. It is, it, it's happening. What's Clowney, um, Simon... Uh, so, Simon's Masalis. come out of nowhere. Totally out of nowhere. So now now what they're doing with Masalius and Simon, they're both outside linebackers. Because Cushing's hurt, they're rotating them at middle as well. Yeah. So they're just leaving um, the, the other middle linebacker. I've forgotten. He's a number 55. He had a sack as well. McKin- McKinnon, I think it is. No, oh, I'm not going to help you out. Well, they're probably. basically <laughs> leaving him in there. And then rotating Clowney, Masalius. Clowney had a couple of blitzes from middle line, but they just... They send them from everywhere. J.J. Watts, obviously his back's feeling much better because he just couldn't <laughs> be stopped pretty again. good. I saw Jadavian Clowney stop a tray trap on his own. That's when a tackle and a guard both pull and block the outside linebacker. He stifled the guard <laughs> and then stifled the tackle, flicked them both outside of him and made the tackle on the running back. He's for real. And I'm really happy for them because I was worried they were going to do the right thing and not get paid for it because he was the best player in that draft and they were they made the right decision. Um, on the flip side, Lamar Miller, he only had three and a half yards of carry at the end, but he had about seven carries at the end where it was basically we're trying to drain the clock. Yeah, and that, need, I think that hurt need. his average. Yeah. Other than that, he looked great on first downs. He receives the ball well. I think they're using him a little too much. 30 touches at 30 carries a game is a little high, but I get they were trying to just drain the clock, but maybe put in your backup when you're just draining the clock. That's my only my only problem. The other thing about tr- trying to drain the clock, though, is you do need first downs. And you don't want to fumble either. Exactly. So I-, I can see where they were going. You go with your stud to win the game. And they did. And and they he got a couple of first downs late and won in the game. I think he's outstanding. Osweiler, we discussed in the preseason, all he has to do is be around middle of the pack. For this team to win, and that's all he's doing. Could, could he be? Could it be the Osweiler line? It, it definitely could he's, be. He's it definitely the could Dalton be. line. It, all he, you're right. If he's if he's ranked fifteenth, he, they're, they're going to be league, a, they're, they're going to be really good. And I think they're a chance to win it with that front. That front. I haven't even mentioned the expatriate massive nose tackle whose name I always forget. Uh, uh, he was playing basketball and hard knocks. Yeah, he's hilarious. And cook, yeah. <laughs> anyway, I've even even mentioned <laughs> him. Yeah, he's hilarious. Will Fork. Will Fork. Will Fork. He, he's he's playing really well. He's just stuffing the run for him. The beauty of him is when you send pass rushes all the way around him and he sits in the A-gap, you kind of have to put a guard and a center on him because he's so big. He'll just drive the other guy back. So if you don't double him, but if you do double him, you leave everyone else in one-on-one. Clowney, and they're all really good. Clowney, Masalius, what one of them are going to win every single play. I think there was two players I watched where Smith could sit there and wait and they got they got pretty good yards. Let's just quickly discuss. Alex Smith has got to do more with the ball. This this dink <laughs> and dunk. Don't even start me. It's, don't it even start them. me. It's just hurting them. They just can't get anything downfield unless a, a running back takes a, a short pass and breaks a tackle. That's the only time they get big plays. 
Um, and Marcus, Marcus Peters, Peters. <laughs> another two interception game. Yeah, He's he? had the most interceptions in his first 18 games in NFL history. I think it's at 12 now. That, that, there's a saying, has a nose for the football. He's got this more than a nose. This guy doesn't have a nose for it. He's got an entire body for He's the football. Incre- that one they threw to Hopkins where he basically ripped it out of Hopkins' hands. Yeah. That was the game if Hopkins had, had held on to that. Yeah. He bought it back, returned it 40 or 50 yards. They got, a, they got a field goal, and that's what made it close again. And Hopkins is no slouch. Hopkins is a gun. So, look, these are two great teams, but I am really, really excited about the Texans. I was really nervous about them in the offseason. I should have put more on them. I only had them as my wild card, but I think they're going to win this division. I think they're going to win. I think they'll win next week against the Patriots. I think they'll really set themselves up for a strong year. They'll have a slump at some point, but with a defense like that, you're always going to be in a game. Yep. Absolutely. Moving on. Titans, 16, travel to the Lions, 15. Marcus Mariota converted a fourth down with this beautiful lofted pass, Andre Johnson, into uh, not, a, in not a window. It was a, it was a car door. Yeah, it, <laughs> it was, was incredible. Tiny. Whatever it was, it was a small, small gap. Lifting the Tennessee Titans to the win over the Detroit Lions. Um, obviously, you can tell from the scoreline, it wasn't a shootout by any stretch of the imaginations, and, and neither team looked particularly good during the day. Um, but the Titans just found that little bit at the end. Yeah, uh- the things I took from this game the most, it wasn't a great game. Mariota kind of cost him his guys last week. Between him and Murray, I think they, well, they did. They cost The Vikings didn't have an offensive touchdown last week, so they cost themselves that game. They should have won that game. This week, game on the line, Mariota was just fantastic. He was classy. He ran when he had to. He dumped it when he had to. Murray is a good football player, and he is the guy that was at the Cowboys. He might have lost a step, maybe a little bit, but... He makes plays. He receives the ball well. They use him the way he likes to be used. The Eagles did not use him correctly. And let's be honest, the Eagles signed him as a spite move against the Cowboys, not because they really wanted him. And he signed it in the same manner. Yeah, and they'd already got the... Exactly. uh, Who was the... Ryan uh, Ryan Ryan Matthews. Matthews. It it was an FU. They had Sproles too. um, But the other thing I want to discuss about them... Henry looks great too. He's going to be a gun. If they can keep these guys together for a couple of years, it Henry could really... Henry can block too. He can hit. He can... He's a big boy. As, speaking of people running, did you see Stafford truck um, yeah. the safety? Then I saw him get absolutely <laughs> annihilated by the next... He caught a safety flat-footed and truck then got annihilated by a corner. Clearly felt good about it. Yep. Decided to try and do it again and I got didn't popped. And then later in the slide. game, he fumbled, from, he fumbled yeah. from trying to run through someone as well. Uh, Titans defense might be good. They seriously might be good. Remember, we didn't think much of the Lions coming in. So no, but to the they season, put 39 I mean, the on the Colts. And now I know the Colts are terrible. Uh, they could be really terrible. They had no running game here. The, no. The Stafford, they could not get any running game going. He threw a pick on the game-winning drive on a great play by Cox. He just jumped back yep. in front of the zone. Their pressure's there. And that's what. That's the difference. Jarrell Casey's playing better than I've ever seen him play. Uh, their outside linebackers. Arakpo seems to be getting back to that form. He's two years now removed from a knee injury. That's when things can start to click a little bit. They've got Derek Morgan, who is a tough rusher. They're not going to get a ton of sacks, but the pressure's there. And if there's one thing I can tell you for a fact about Stafford, he hates pressure and he can't play effectively when he has it. Against the Colts, he looked amazing. You would have looked amazing against the Colts. There was no <laughs> Thanks, pressure. Mate. He just dink and dunked at the guys with no one on them who ran it for twenty extra yards. Against a good this is a much better defense and it's surprising. Moving on, the Ravens come back after trailing the Browns by twenty. Joe Flacco threw a couple of touchdown passes to Mike Wallace, bringing them back from a twenty point deficit to roll the Browns twenty five to twenty. Come on, Brownies. You're leading by twenty. What's going on? Look, I'm going to give him a bit of a hall pass here. Did you see McCown get hurt? No. On, on his touchdown throw, his second one to Corey Coleman. Corey Coleman, that's a good draft pick. Yep. He, he looks fantastic yeah. for a 16. He's something they can build around. They get Gordon back two, two weeks. weeks. One more game, they get Gordon back. No, two more games. Four Is games. Four suspension. Game suspension. So two more, but that's, they're going to get him back and see what they've got there. Um, he got nailed. And they believe he separated his non-throwing shoulder. He played the rest of the game. That's a tough dude. With a separated shoulder. I don't know how serious it was, but it was hanging by him a lot of the time. You know, a quarterback points the shoulder and the elbow. There was no pointing. The elbow was dangling a lot of the game. Just flicking with the other arm. It was guts. 
I don't know whether it was the right coaching move to leave him in because you might have got something more, even tried Kessler and seen if he'd got something more just because oh, he wasn't Cody's hurt. the other guy. But I think for, this, for, the, for the team, that moment of him playing through that pain, that offense and that defense are going to rally around a guy like that. And I think that Hugh Jackson realizes that and thought, let's leave him in here. We might lose because of it, but the whole team's going to go, this is our quarterback. Now, I can't believe this guy hasn't been their quarterback for the past two seasons all the time, whenever he's healthy, because he's a good player. Whenever he plays, he does well. He does okay. No, see, here's what always happens. He has a handful of good games. We're like, the, oh, that's the, right. This, 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 Yeah, he'll be good. And then he falls away. He did it at Tampa as in, well. In an ideal world, he's your backup. Absolutely. Yeah, he's one of, In the ideal world. But right now, that's what they've got. That defense is terrible. Absolutely terrible. There is nothing going on. And they're completely rebuilding. They are starting six rookies on that defense. They're the youngest team, aren't they? Yeah, in the NFL 100%. By, by miles, 100%. Though, isn't it? By a long way. I don't, I don't know if they're the youngest, but they're the most inexperienced by a mile. Uh, maybe that's so that, I they must be the, close to the youngest. Um, I'll, lastly, on the Ravens, Flacco looked pretty good and pretty sharp in the second half. It kind of never looked in doubt. Once they got a couple of touch, once it was kind of once it got seven rolling. to twenty, I was yeah. like, they're gonna. Then they got fling another touchdown. I thought they're gonna win this game pretty easily. Um, but shout out to Dennis Pitter. He's had a terrible run with injuries. He's finally back on track. Had a hundred yard game today. Let's hope, fingers crossed, for his sake, he can get through this season unscathed and and continue what was a really really good career before his injuries. Yep, that brings us to the end of the morning games. Let's turn our attention to the afternoon games. Now, you're awake now at this point. I was now up (laughs) watching the Buccaneers. Just quite, I I do go to Red Zone Channel first because you get them all finishing at once. And there were a lot of close close games again this week. It's the NFL. It's just the way it is now. A lot of games ending with picks and and things like that. that We kind of skimmed over a little bit because there are a lot lot to cover today. Um, The morning slate, when I looked at it, because I was, of course, looking at lines and deciding what I wanted to bet on, yep. there were a lot of games where I'm like, I don't want to touch any of these. Like no. These can go either way. Early and there in the season, lot. it's always like that. You just don't know what anyone brings. And hence, on our Friday show, me and Chris discussed the Jaguars and the Raiders being going to answer some questions for us this week, and they certainly didn't answer them well. <laughs> <laughs> no, but we'll come to it. We're going to start with arguably one of the worst games. Seahawks depends, three. Depends if you like D line play. <laughs> Seahawks three, Rams nine. What? Uh, I don't know where to start. I'm going to start with the Seahawks. What the hell? Their O line's by far the worst in the NFL. Are they doing what they did last year? They're going to go no, what, no. They're trying. They're not trying to do that. They're not terrible. Their offensive line is a joke. They should be trying to trade for teams backups to improve this. They are awful. They cannot protect them. Anytime they're going to play a good defense, now that Russell Wilson has a high ankle sprain, which I heard Callum Winslow Jr. on NFL Network say during the week, you'd prefer to break your leg than have a high ankle sprain. If you break your leg, you have three week, three or four weeks off at heels, then you can play again. Yeah. High ankle sprain never gets better until the season ends and you have time off. Oh, it's the only way to heal him. Exactly. It's got to be time Wilson's off. Wilson's going to be slower all year now. He looked slow. He couldn't move around like he wanted to, and that O-line could not stop. Now, they only had two sacks, the Rams. But I'd love to see their pressures. They were he was under the pump all day. They got zero running game, absolutely zero. However, they were still in a position to win this game because Case Keenum is about as good as a traffic cone. <laughs> Seriously, you I may as well my, snap it. Point, read it. You may as well snap it to a traffic through. cone and hope it bounces off better than he throws it. Couple, He's terrible. A couple of things out of this game. One, the Rams still haven't scored a touchdown. No, they're okay. awful. Next thing. 91,000 people yeah, turned up no, to this that's game. Cool. That's cool. And it was hot. Yeah. And for those who've been to the Coliseum, that is not a fun stadium to be in when it's hot. It is old. It's a big bowl. It's awful. There is no they, seats yeah, in shade. Yeah, it's, it, it, it's hot and it's awful. Um, not that that crowd really got behind them because there wasn't a whole lot going on, even though they won. Another that jumped out at me, Seattle, 10 penalties for 114 yards. I think three or f- I think five of them were holding. Yep, and and for that matter, the Rams had nine penalties for seventy eight yards. This game was flag central. It just it was like a preseason game. There it was, was some seven and nine bullshit. In. <laughs> That's exactly what it was. It was. But I the Rams are gonna be wrapped to get away with a win here. At home after last Three week. Field goals. It, it's terrible. Ugh. It's bad. But uh, until this is this is what irritates me about NFL 
teams and managers. You cannot put an offensive line like that on the park. I just I, they got dominated last week by Miami. They got dominated last week by the Rams. What do you think is going to happen when they play Arizona? What do you think is going to happen if they get to the Super Bowl and play the Patriots I, I can't or see Denver? Them, I can't see them getting that but far. If that, that's what I mean. Like at this point, the only thing that they'll be able to stop is the Cowboys' D line with their suspended players gone. Like they're just you start getting them back soon. I know they're just it. Uh, it frustrates me. It's the same with the Colts, which we'll get to. They just you can't not. That is the most important position on an offense is that offensive line, other than the quarterback. You can have the best quarterback in the world. If you don't have anyone that can protect him, he's going to do nothing. Look at David Carr from the Texans. That's the prime example. Yep. There was a reason he was the number one pick. He was a gun. He had the best arm, but they had no O-line. They he had no running game. He, had, he got sacked the most times in NFL history in his first three seasons. Still holds that record by about 20 sacks, and he could not get anything done. And now he's an, a very good analyst for NFL. So this is what happens. Fix this stuff, or you're in real trouble, Saddle. Start making some trades. Give Dallas a D-line, and they give you Ron Leary. Make it work. Do something. Staying in the NFC West, the Cardinals, <laughs> as we expected, well, I expected in week one, finally <laughs> turned up in week two and kicked the crap out of my Buccaneers. Oh my. 40-7. to seven. It was over before it started. It was a bloodbath. I, I was awake to watch this game. I reckon I lasted a quarter and a half before I went back to the red zone. Carson Palmer threw for a touch over 300 yards. He had three touchdowns, and the Cardinals intercepted my man Jameis four times, not to mention a fumbly lost as well as Five they turnovers, blew yeah. our doors off. Marcus Cooper was taken off waivers. And he had yeah, two picks. Well, we were discussing how. They would fix awful. that cornerback spot last week. They got torched. It's fixed. He looked fine. He looked really good. And this isn't a crappy passing team either. This is quite a good one. So, look, 24 points in the first half to none. Yep. That's the game. Yep. You, you're you're going to struggle to come back against a team this good. I thought Tyron Matthew played really, really well. Um, I thought the whole defense played really well. Tavon Branch, Jefferson, Cooper with the two interceptions. Peterson had a pick. He was... Really good. The, we, we the didn't whole score, team. The one touchdown was a one-on-one -on, -one on him. That's the only bright spot. That was, and the this is where I am spot. right now. I'm going in defense for Jameis Winston. He has no defense. Nope. I believe I messaged you saying, how does Chris Conti get a game in the NFL? We can't He's say been what I wrote back. Thinking it up for the past five seasons. Ever since he entered, he was crap at Chicago. He's been crap at Tampa Bay. Find a better player. There's got to be someone better there. Put your defensive end at safety. He's going to be better. I could walk out on the street. And find someone. I agree. Throw a rock <laughs> and hit somebody who could play as bad as Conti can. Yep, 100%. He's they would awful. make as many mistakes. He is just And terrible. they just wouldn't look as good doing it. I think he's crap. I'm going to defend Winston. He was behind from the start because his defense isn't great. Yes, he had an early turnover. But that's what you're going to get from a second-year quarterback oh, who's I, a gunslinger. This guy's mind. a gunslinger. That throw he threw to Mike Evans was exceptional. It was one of the better, probably the best throw of the day from a team that lost yep. seven to forty. That was the best throw of the day. He Palmer threw the ball sat out 50, most of the fourth quarter. Yeah, he threw the ball fifty-two times. No, it was fifty-two awful. times. He had it was so bad. Nine rushes for twenty-four yards from Sims. Doug Martin seven for twenty-three. Well, Doug Where Martin has this his, gone? Doug Martin did his hamstring. He only how bad? How bad? No, who knows? He'll miss a couple. Halfway through the second quarter, I think they pulled him. And that, that was the end of his day. They've got to get that running game back. But he was chasing tail, and he was forcing it because he's a second-year quarterback that was behind and wanted to put it all on his shoulders and make all the plays. Well, you can't do that. No, he's not a Florida State now. No, he's not. And I'm not going to rag on him and say that he's not going to be any good because of it, like a ton of analysts are. He's going to be just fine. He's going to be a good player. They've got to sort out that defense. That Actually, not just the defense, the defensive backs – the actual D-line and the linebackers, Quan and David are great. McCoy's, McCoy's great. actually having a bit of a resurgence. He's he great. actually looks better. He's but... He looks better because the linebackers are playing a bit better. So then he, he gets more. He, he can take having off a to bit fold more, more and yeah, everything. Yeah, but the ends are an issue and the, the defensive backs. Yeah. They're a couple of years off being yeah, um, a competitor. I'm done with Tampa. And I sure as hell wouldn't have picked him on Friday. <laughs> uh, let's just move on. Let's okay. move on from this game. Um, now, I'm going to tee this up for you because my laptop's running a little low and I'm going to switch seats while you talk. Okay. Jags, 14. Go to the Chargers, 38. Um, there's two things here. One, Jags look really bad. But two, Chargers look pretty good. Uh, the Chargers sneaky good. They 
dominated the first half of the game against the Chiefs, who I think are a really good team. They probably took their foot off the pedal and it cost them. Um, on the other side, they came in and did the exact same thing to the Jags. They dominated them for the entire first half and then they continued it through. Melvin Gordon had his first 100-yard game of his career and a touchdown. He's now on three for the season. Richie's banging around with Mike's. Is Mike's not on, mate? Damn it. <laughs> this is a joke. Anyway, Philip Rivers had four touchdown passes. What's the matter? They're not working. I can't hear you. You're not on. Mike mustn't be on, mate. There he is. There we go. He's got it. Okay, yeah. So I think the Chargers looked really good. And the Jaguars are just a huge disappointment to me. I think their coach is in real trouble. I think he's in serious trouble now. I picked them to be fantastic and him to be coach of the year. And right now, they've got a lot to do to make that work. The The team, the club, have given him all the pieces he needs to be successful. And he's doing nothing with it. And that is a surefire sign to get yourself fired. If he doesn't win the next game or win the next couple of games, I think he could be in real trouble. If they get blown out next week, they're in re- he's in real trouble. Who have they got? Next week? Next week. I'm not sure. I would say it's a division game because you normally play two in the first in the Can first you three filibuster? Week. I'll find it for you. Yeah, I can filibuster. Um, let's discuss the, the rookie, Gordon. Is he good? I think, I think he's really good. I think he had a terrible year last year. He was a bit banged up. But he looks healthy. Woodhead hurt his knee. Haven't heard any signs back yet. It didn't look good when a guy falls on the ground gripping his knee in pain. It's never a good sign. So no. Gordon's certainly going to be the feature back there because they lost Brandon Oliver to a torn ACL in the preseason. Uh, sorry, a torn Achilles in the preseason. So he's going to carry him. Who Jags got next? Jags have got Baltimore at home, and then Indianapolis at home, then they got the bye. So they're going to win the next two games. If they're serious, they have to. Then they're, like, I think then the they're at Chicago. Then they're at Chicago. So they could win and the And they host three. Oakland. Yeah. So our two favourite, our, our favourite, we hope you get better teams. We'll play each we'll other. Play each other. No, I'm getting on board the Titans now, as my hope. No, I, can't, I just can't support the Titans. I don't know what it is. Because they're from Tennessee. And no, no I, think, I think it's that terrible uniform. They're awful. They're awful. Anyway. And logo. Just be the Oilers. Who cares? I know yeah. you're not in Houston anymore, but just be the Oilers. I mean, you could. There's no reason why you can't way do that. Better name. Way Went better the Browns. Name. The Browns somewhere else. The Browns became the Ravens, but the city of Cleveland bought back the intellectual property of the Browns. Of the Browns, yeah. so they kept the history. So when the new Browns came back, all their crummy, terrible history got to stay with them. Did they ever won a championship, the old Browns? Uh, yeah, in the old non-NFL days and no uh, Super so Bowls. So no Super Bowl. Yeah, black and white TV. Anyway, this is a pretty crummy game. The Chargers. Absolutely took them to the, to the sword and dominated them for the whole game. Jags never looked close, and they've got to get serious real quick because if they want to have all these players, I don't know how you play so well against Green Bay and then stink it up. Now, it's a long way to travel from Jacksonville to um, San Diego. It's a long trip. That could be a problem for a young team. Traveling's always difficult, and I think you'll find one of those games that you talked about is in London. I think the Chicago game's in London. It's a home game uh, in yeah, London. Yeah, yeah, okay. So, either way, they should be used to playing there. They do it every year. They're going to get serious or the coach is in real trouble. Moving on. Falcons 35 cost me a little bit of money at the Raiders 28. I think the Raiders disappointed everybody, not only my wallet. Their defense just struggled to stop anything. I don't know how you sign all these players and get worse. Do you think they're just not gelling yet? Or am I letting them off too easy? Khalil Mack has been a non-factor for the last two games. Yeah. Absolute non-factor. This is a guy I picked him for Defensive Player of the Year. And the way he was playing last year, he was dominating last. I, I, I can't work it out. Um, I don't know whether they're, they've overcomplicated the scheme now and that's affecting them. Sean Smith got burned again by Julio Jones. Now, Julio's everyone really gets player. burned by <laughs> Julio Jones. Good. But when, you, when you're paying a guy that sort of money, you know, Irvin has been a non-factor. He's not a pass rusher. They're trying to use him as a pass rusher. That's not his game. They really need Alden Smith back to be that other end, but I don't think that he's not coming back anytime soon. He's no. missing 10 games, I believe. It, yeah, it's something massive like that. Yeah, it might even be the season. I can't, is he I can't, on the roster? Yeah, he is. He's, okay. he's on the suspended non-report list. Um, but it was really disappointing. On the other hand, the Falcons are not a good football team. No, we they're, found they're, that out last week. They're, 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 never beat them. They're Julio Jones. That's all they are. Matt Ryan makes a few good throws a game. He's a... Solid veteran quarterback. Got away with one. The oh, that touchdown. Was, Jeez. Realistically, they shouldn't have won this. But if you're a team that puts yourself into a shootout every week, 
you're not going to win them all. And the Raiders are learning that. Derek Carr was nothing short of fantastic again. I was on live on Sunday with Kevin Hillier, and he asked me who my breakout player was was going to be, and I went to Derek Carr, and I'm feeling pretty confident about it. He is he can make all the throws in the world. That offensive line's outstanding. The receivers are outstanding. Crabtree is just a great receiver. When he's not the number one, he's fantastic. What a way to rejuvenate a career that I thought was dead, personally. Um, oh, 100%. And Cooper, 100%. Is, Cooper is going to be one of the next big things. So I think that offense is great, but if that defense can't get stops, then no chance. And you know what? They were a bit stiff. I've all got deflected in the air, and someone else caught it. But when it was deflected in the air, there was a few Raiders standing around too. They could have fought for it. Yes, you've been unlucky, but if you leave yourselves in those positions, if you let them get into the red zone and throw balls in, into the into the end zone, it's going to hurt you eventually, and that's what they learned. They got away with they got away with it last week at the Saints. They didn't get away with it this week. Yep. Absolutely. Moving on to a game I did win a bit a little bit of money on. Colts 20 went down to the Denver Broncos 34. Von Miller just doing, it was doing, like doing a, a Von Miller stuff. It was like a, a, a remake of the Super Bowl. Yep. He just, just went He didn't even sack um, Luck. He just took the ball, like just punched it out of his hand. It was um, it was almost when, when they were lining up. Regis is as sack, but yeah. Yeah, but he didn't grab it. He didn't knock Andrew Luck over. He just, no, he just took the, the ball, ball out of his hand. Like, I'll have that. And then Shane Ray, their first round pick from last year, who I got to say is coming on strong. When Demarcus Ware finally de- like declines, which he's not because they're using him so sparingly. Yeah, he's on. He's, he's on, on a, a he's very on a low count, pitch count, and yeah. it's working because they just they get him for key moments, and he rushes so well. And then they use. Him and Barrett, they use Shane Ray and Barrett to sub him. It's a really good system they got there, and Von Miller's fantastic. Um, but that's what you get. This was similar to the Panthers game when Denver needed to step it up. They just did it when they yeah. needed it. When they needed a play, it didn't look. In, took a pick six when they needed. They got a strip sack. Like, didn't look in doubt. One no, of those really, it, Denver looked in control yep. all the time, even though the the scoreboard wasn't actually saying that. If I tell you the over-under on Pagano getting fired is week eight, what are you taking? I want to look at their schedule, and then I probably I'm taking the under. want to take the under. I reckon he is in real trouble. They've given him nothing to be successful with other than Andrew Luck, and he's not an offensive coach. He's a defensive coach. A defensive coach with no defensive, no elite defensive players and no offensive line is never going to be successful because you can't stop the run and you can't get the run. It's it's tough. Who who they got? Their next up? four games, they host San Diego. Loss. They go to Jacksonville. Loss. Ooh, 50-50. Ah, oh, they'll lose. They're they terrible. host Chicago, and then they go to Houston. The only game I think's a definite there is Chicago. Well, sorry, at fifty-fifty Chicago. I think Jacksonville will put them on toast. That, that Jacksonville game is at in, nine a.m. Eastern, so that must be a London game. It might be, yeah. But that's I think Jacksonville are gonna be way too strong for them. Their defense can't stop anyone. They've got injuries as well. Vontae Davis is hurt. Um their other their other good safety took a pick today, was running in for a touchdown and then looked like he got shot because he put he basically tore his hamstring while running. He just fell to the ground. Now, I would have thought he could have limped at the extra twenty yards for the touchdown. You ever pulled your hamstring at full speed? There ain't no <laughs> there ain't no limping, mate. Richard, I don't have a full speed. There is, <laughs> there is no limping. Either way, he could have I thought he could have toughed it out to get that TD, but didn't matter. Luck threw one on the next play anyway. Simeon, solid again, did what he had to do. And this same thing we're saying with Osweiler. You don't have to be a top five quarterback to be successful right now. Do what, don't make mistakes. And it's full, hit the throws. As, as we said last week, it's full Kubiak mode. It's yep. that full Kubiak offense, the boots. The boots he's a good athlete. Around. Yeah, he's good. I can see why they, they, why why they, liked, they him. liked him. Yep. Um, yep. And I think Paxton Lynch is probably going to sit this season out. That's probably a good thing. I think it's great. I mean, let's Let not him... forget, we're going to talk about Aaron Rodgers next. He sat three for years. years. Three years. He and, and, now, and now he's probably the best in the NFL. Five. Yeah, So absolutely. Th- there's nothing wrong with sitting, and every player is different. Someone say, well, we'll paint Manning started straight away, and he was a superstar. Yeah, you're No, right. he wasn't. He threw the most picks in NFL history in his first year. And he did, and they didn't win any games, yep. but they said it didn't hurt his career. Everyone's different. And I don't think there's any harm in starting on day one, and there's no harm sitting from day one. I reckon if you go and ask, I can't believe I'm bringing up David Carr again. I reckon if you ask David Carr if you want, if you could have sat out a year his first year behind a veteran QB, let, yeah, let a veteran get the crap kicked he out. He probably would have said, yeah, hundred percent, I'd go back and do that. And his career is probably a whole lot different. So these these are the situations they're in. Chuck Pagano is in. Real trouble. Well, he nearly and, got he nearly got it last year. Yep. He nearly got and flicked last year. Denver are better. 
than this, last year, this year than last year. Their passing game's better without Peyton Manning because we all know he dropped off the cliff last year. He did well. They won the Super Bowl. Not ragging on him. He deserved that. He deserved to be carried to a Super Bowl for all the years. He carried did, other teams to Super Bowls is, and is, cost him. Is Pagano and, and Rex having a race to see who get fired first? <sighs> There's got to be a market now in first fired coach, surely. At least Rex's defense is playing well. Doesn't matter, mate. They're not winning. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you're right. I think, yeah, they're both in trouble. And I think, you know, if the Jaguars coach, I think it's Malarkey, is it? If he doesn't get going, he's in real trouble too. The Vikings have given me a reason to go to Minneapolis as they open their brand new spunky looking stadium. That place looks awesome. I actually, I've never, ever had a need to want to go to Minneapolis to see a football game, but now I. Are you going to watch them play the Bears? Is that right? I see the Bears at home. Bears are hosting them on Monday night, so I'm going to Soldier Field. Oh, that's a good field too. It's cold. It'll be fun. It's cold. It'll be real fun for you. Which this one won't be because it's indoors and it looks awesome. And they opened it with a win. They got over the top of the Packers 14-17. I was considering having a little flutter on this game right before kickoff and I decided, you know what? I don't really trust either of these two teams. No. I'm just going to stay away. And I'm glad I did. Um, $1.1 billion that stadium cost. That's what they all cost. Like, do you <laughs> It's like the Cowboys keep a roof more, off. Keep a roof they, off. You save save a little bit of money. The, the Cowboy Jerry Jones paid for that out of his own money. He owns that stadium. Not 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 the city. He bought the land. The city of Arlington couldn't afford it. He bought the <laughs> land. He built the stadium. He makes so much money off it. It's incredible. Let's hit the real story, Peterson. Yeah, his knee. I'm reading on him now. They still haven't got anything. He looked awful going to the locker room. He couldn't put any weight on it. And he'd had, what, 19 yards and about 12 carries at that point? Something he's, like that, I think it was. He's struggling this year. And do you know what? He's getting an MRI Monday morning, so we'll know nothing before then. The Asiata looked better when he came in. He looked much better. So that O-line's not good, but I thought Sam Bradford looked really sharp. Yeah. Really, really good. Stefan Diggs is... A breakout player, he was uncoverable for most of the game. The Packers, I think, were lucky to be in this game as close as it was. I think Minnesota let some passes go and looked a little bit out of sync without their running game. Oh, the Vikings' D looked looked awesome. I mean, yeah, the, the pressure. Well, they sacked Aaron Rodgers five times. They knocked him down a handful of more and rushed him on, on even more. They produced two turnovers in the fourth quarter that pretty much squashed any idea of a comeback. Yep, all with a three-point lead. So it's not like they had a twenty-point yeah. lead and they were just playing free. So it was they were pressure. They teed it up and they were getting on with it. They, they, I reckon, that Vikings D knew they had to win. Sam Sam Bradford was fine. He did okay, but he wasn't going to win it for him. That D had to go win it. Yeah, he was better than Hill. Oh well, as we said, the only reason why Bradford didn't start last week is because he Hill there. knew the offense and, yeah. and Bradford was struggling to get up to speed. I'm going to throw this to you a question. Don't make it a hard one. Are Don't they embarrass me better? with Bradford playing like that than they were last year. You know, Keep not, in mind, Bridgewater yeah, yeah, wasn't great. I'm not a big fan of Bridgewater. You know that. They've got an outstanding D because they've got a D head coach. So yep. that's where his attention Zimmer's is. Zimmer's a great coach. It he's a fantastic outstanding. coach. I actually like the way he carries himself. I've got, a bit, I've got plenty of time for he's got. He's very aloof. He's got that little bit of prick about him, but then I reckon he loves his players and they love him. It's, it's kind oh, of, he's a player coach. You've, you've, got, no, to, you've no got to be a player's coach, but then you've got to be hard-ass so they think... It's almost like you want them to like you enough that they don't want to disappoint you. Yeah. It's not It's not that they just think, oh, he's my mate. He won't care if I make a mistake. He, he's, they've got to really want to impress him, and I think he does that. And that defense has responded. They look – Anthony Barr could be the most versatile linebacker in the NFL. The biggest thing Bradford can do that Teddy can't is it's get it down the field. He's got an arm. Now, he wasn't asked to today. But he will. But he this can. Is, he's been there. He can. He's been there for 13 days. Yeah, and it's he ridiculous, in, isn't it? Threw for what two hundred and sixty yards, something like that. Like, and didn't throw any picks. Oh, he might have thrown one actually. I might. Either way, he didn't kill them. He's been there. No, no turnovers. Yeah. Had no turnovers. Thirteen days he's been there. If he would just cut those sleeves off his jersey, he looks I so could appreci- stupid. He's an idiot. Anyway, <laughs> let's not get into it. Let's let's talk about his playing. I thought he looked outstanding. If he two hundred eighty six yards, two touchdowns, and that's with no running game. 12 for 19 from from Peterson and 6 for 14. They have some O-line issues, but I think they have the defense to carry them, and I think that O-line will get better as the season goes on. I, I really feel they will. So I, I it's a great they, – they needed to win that game because they were at home. They'll go, they'll go to Green Bay later in the year, and we'll see who can even it up. But they've taken the first blow, and they're, they're leading the division now.
Rogers just he just doesn't look himself. No, he looked very Geordie. Very I'm, I'm well, sick of all the rap about Geordie Nelson. He looks terrible. He looks slow. He looks out of sync. Now, I'm not saying that he should be looking awesome. They looked a hell of a lot better last week. Let's not forget. They, the biggest they difference, didn't, though, they the, didn't. You've the, got to look. The they won last week. Yes, they did enough to win, but they certainly looked better than they did today. They did not look flash today at all. Yeah. Like, You're right. Rogers right. was better. Rogers but... wasn't even getting to the bottom of his drop, and he's thinking, "Where can I try and escape this rush?" He was hit so many times. Linville Joseph is so good. Yeah, he is. He, he can, is really good. He's huge. He can stop the run. He can. He can rush. He's gained the rush. Uh, look, I, I think Minnesota. I kept them out of my playoffs. I think I made a mistake. I think Bradford's going to be great for him. I commend them for, get, for giving that first round pick up to keep this season alive because they obviously realize this defense is for real. And it can carry, if Denver did it last year, why can't they do yep. it? They're as good, if not better, than Denver. And we said they must feel they're in the window, and they went for it. Kudos to them. It looks like it might pay off. We're going to take a really quick breather, and then we'll be back for the Monday night game. So the last game of the round will be the Monday night game. Now you're making me look like amateur. I'm moving stuff around. Sounds terrible. Um, James, Monday Night Football, it's not exactly the greatest matchup of, of the year. but It's a game. It is a game. It's football. I'll still watch it. <laughs> That's all I can say. Um, look, I'm just interested to see Carson Wentz. Yeah, so am I. I think someone said the other day, he won in high school. He won in college. He won at Cleveland. Now let's see if he can win in the NFL. That's just <laughs> it's so mean. It's just mean. It's so funny. <laughs> so obviously that's the amount of respect people have for uh, for the the Browns. Browns. So look, I'm interested to see how he goes. I think the Bears are a much improved defense. I think their middle linebackers that that tandem are some of the best in the league. They've they've gained some pass rush. Leonard Floyd's looked really good. Their D-backs are better because they got rid of Chris Conti a couple of years ago. Um, yeah, things are just looking all right. I think, I think they're going to be just fine. I'm, I'm struggling to get excited about this game. I don't think I'll give it a second look. I'm um, not excited about this game. It's going to come down to the QBs, really. I mean, if, if either one of them turns it on, there's your winner. Like, I, I just... It's somehow... Cutler can find a way way to get it going. You know, get out hit Alshon a few times early. He's got talent, you know? Cutler. He's got talent. He just doesn't seem like he gives a crap. He doesn't. Have you seen his wife? I don't give a crap. <laughs> Every either. time his name comes he's, up, you mention her. She is just no wonder he's distracted all the time when she's on the sideline. She's a she's a lovely lady, I'm sure. That's why he likes her so much. Look, I just think he doesn't give a crap. His career's winding down, he knows that. All he has to do is play well enough to get on a roster. And he, with that arm and his, his natural ability, he's always going to have that. I said, I'm, I will go into this game with no expectations. I just hope it's reasonably close. And I want to see Wentz play against a legit defense because realistically, the defense he played last week is just better than a college defense with the amount of talent. Like, literally, their talent is just better than an Alabama honestly, and Wentz played at Division 2, so he kind of took that step, played against a, a, a good team. I think Chicago's defense is much better. If he comes in and lights them up and looks fantastic, then I am I think the Eagles should be really excited. You also have to take the 0-1 factor versus the 1-0 factor. The Bears are 0-1, um, the Eagles are 1-0. They're going to want to win that game more because they're 0-1. With a young team, a young quarterback, You've got to feel those moments. I think the Bears might just come in and, and get the win. I don't think they'll kill them. It'll be reasonably close. But it's at Chicago. It's cold there. It, Not this time of year. It's colder. Nothing Phil. Did you see Heinz Field? Yeah, it was rainy. Yeah. It wasn't Either cold. Way. It rained. Either way, it's, it's at home. Bears are historic, historically a better team at home. It's going to be sunny. 61 degrees Fahrenheit and no that's, wind. That's cold. No, it's that's not cold. cold. It's not cold. It's such a dick. <laughs> Either way. This has been, so... been one of the worst previews for a game we've put together. It's a boring game. I agree. I'm sorry. I can't get excited about it. I can't wait it. to watch to see if Jordan Matthews can be mediocre again. 
I can't wait to see if Carson Wentz isn't crap. Jordan and Matthews wasn't mediocre last week. 100 yards and a touchdown. Against the Browns. The Browns. <laughs> Poor Brownies. Anyone's mediocre if you do well against them. Is Nelson Aguilar going to be crap again? Is their O-line? Is, is Jason Peters over the hill and way too old to be playing left tackle in the NFL? Probably. Let's find out against a good pass rusher. I'm taking the Bears because it's at home. I was going to say, give me and, a tip. And, 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 and I'll watch it and I'll enjoy it. Before, just before we... Oh, who have you got first? Yeah, I'll take the Bears. This is their time. Okay, I'm just going to... You said before that Rodgers was... They were better week one than they were last week. So a quick little research. 199 yards, two touchdowns, compared to 213 yards, one touchdown, one interception. The only difference was the turnover, and the reason they scored more points was because the Jaguars turned the ball over. I would say Rodgers and that offense played pretty similar to the first two weeks. It's just that Minnesota's defense was better, so they, they got more. They got a turnover. I think some blame needs to go on this offense with all these weapons they, they go on about. Randall Cobb's getting nothing done. They need to make. They need to use him better. I think he's a bit of a one-trick pony. He's he's a rich man's Kadarrell Patterson. He's just a bit better than him. Does that? He does that role better than Kadarrell Patterson. Um, Nelson looks terrible. He he's and I'm not saying that he should and it's it's that he's bad because of it. He's coming off knee knee surgery. He looks slow. He has no confidence. He doesn't cut. He has no back shoulder throw anymore because he can't plant that foot and spin. Let. Just seriously, they need to lift it. Anyone who thinks that the Packers are doing that Rodgers is playing like the best in the NFL, he's not playing like the best in the NFL. If he wants to continue to have that, watch a guy like Cam Newton. That he's playing like the best in the NFL. He's getting he's it playing done. awesome. Exactly. Absolutely awesome. Garoppolo's playing better than Rodgers. Uh, Three touchdowns in the first yeah, quarter yeah, today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, he he's killing good. it. He's, he's killing good. it. All right, mate, get us out of here. Thank you for listening to the SEN NFL podcast. You can follow me at Jartha6594. You can follow the absent Chris Bryan at ChrisBryan82. We did miss him today, I have to say. He's he's tall and he's handsome. Uh, and you can follow the coach Rashad at Richard03. Until next week, for Richie, I'm James. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening to the SEN NFL podcast. For more SEN America podcasts, head to sen.com.au. To keep up to date with the latest American sports news and interviews from around SEN, follow SEN America on Twitter at SEN America and on Facebook at facebook.com slash SEN America.